Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year, I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year. No matter how successful, fulfilled and happy we are, and the truth is that sometimes we're not, we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be. Following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness. Oftentimes, following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light. And when we do, we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this mortal body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that with a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. Hello, hello, Intuitive Pool community. This episode is called The Intuitive Entrepreneur. I actually wrote an article on Substack on The Intuitive Entrepreneur, and it was interesting because I had judgment over the quality of that writing, and yet it's probably been the most or one of the most popular articles I've written so far with emails that I've received and comments on the article. And so I thought that I would share the intuitive entrepreneur here with the intuitive pool listeners. It kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? The intuitive pool and the intuitive entrepreneur. So the way I want to share with you how the words, the intuitive entrepreneur arrived. I'd actually never consciously heard of those words up until a couple of weeks ago. And they came off the back of a huge process I went through, which I did share on the previous episode, where I took responsibility for some drama that occurred last year, coming to a realisation that that drama occurred because I didn't have the level of deservedness to sustain and grow the overflow that was happening the previous year and that year. And it's interesting because this conversation around deservedness and being, again, I'm going to apologize for the swear, and being fiercely fucking deserving, that is my choice now, it seems that this conversation around deservedness and being fiercely fucking deserving is not just for me, it seems to be very resonant in a lot of the people that I'm coaching at the moment and in the community. After taking 100% personal responsibility for the creation of that drama, 
because I didn't have the level of deservedness to sustain and grow that overflow. I was then told that we're either creating abundance in all the things that matter to us or we're creating drama. And it really is that simple. It really is. So there's a great invitation to end the pendulum swings that we ride from success to failure, from peace to chaos, from joy to frustration, from conviction to doubt. There's a great, great opportunity to rise above those pendulum swings. And the way that we do that is by cleaning up the lovelessness, the powerlessness, and the undeservedness that has been sitting in our blind spots. So I did that, and I'm still doing that. I will probably do that for the rest of my life. And once I did that, you know, I've been cleaning out really since June 2022. And then a couple of weeks ago when I really got, wow, we're either creating abundance or drama, it really is that simple. I then received, and it was a very intuitive moment, I then received 2024's theme, Untapped Abundance. I was actually driving along, I speak to this on the previous episode, I was driving along a national park and before I left that national park I felt like the park had a gift for me, another gift for me I should say, not just one gift because I had received already the previous gifts that I've just mentioned. And the moment that I felt like the National Park had a gift for me, I saw a kangaroo tail, which in Australia is a plant that literally looks like a kangaroo tail. It points up, but this time it was actually pointing directly to me. And the moment that I looked at that kangaroo tail, it's like that kangaroo tail spoke to me and said, the experience that is now to be received is one of untapped abundance. And so untapped abundance is 2024's theme. And it has also informed the name of the new mastermind. I've had 5 million names for this new mastermind. And uh, we have now landed on it. It is the untapped abundance mastermind. So that's the background to taking you to the intuitive entrepreneur. The Monday week after that huge experience, I asked myself the question, what is the untapped abundance within me? What is the untapped abundance within me? And it was the same experience that I had with the kangaroo tail. As soon as the kangaroo kangaroo tail pointed to me, I got the words untapped abundance. As soon as I asked myself the question, what is the untapped abundance within me? The words just arrived. I didn't have to think about them. There was no delay. Bang, they arrived. And the words were the intuitive entrepreneur. When those words arrived, boy, oh boy, did I feel that these words have meaning. There's a power to these words. There's a creative exploration around these words. And there's a real intuitive pull around these words. So being with the intuitive entrepreneur, again, it was a moment where I was sitting by the beach and I had no plan on writing. 
And all of a sudden I started writing about the intuitive entrepreneur. And it was a download or a stream of consciousness writing. And that's probably why when I posted this writing on Substack, I did have a little bit of judgment, which is a bit crazy now that I think about it because I have shared many streams of consciousness writings. I've shared many downloads over many years. I don't know why in this moment or in this instance I had judgment and the judgment was, oh, do people really want to read this stuff? Well, it seems that they do. (laughs) It seems that they do. So now that I've had that validation or that confirmation, now that life has shown me that these words really do have meaning, not just for me but for other people, I thought that I would share about the intuitive entrepreneur, which again makes me laugh that I didn't think about doing this before, (laughs) on the Intuitive Cool podcast. So this is what I received. And yeah, I'll read it, but I'll also speak to it with you. The intuitive entrepreneur works with the technology of consciousness. And about a month ago, I have to say that those words also just appeared out of nowhere, the technology of consciousness. And I really felt like they also had a lot of meaning. And I've been intending to tune into those words, to download about those words, and I I will, but I received a little bit of definition as I was downloading about the intuitive entrepreneur. So the intuitive entrepreneur works with the, inverted commas, technology of consciousness, that being, number one, the sacred nature of our humanity, which I've spoken to a lot about on this podcast. And it also works with our multidimensional nature that is infinite and infinitely connected. So it works with our human self, holding our human self in the divinity that it is, holding our human self in the divinity that we are to experience through our human vehicle. And it also speaks to the part that we can't see, the part that is infinitely connected and is infinite in capacity and that is our multidimensional nature. Herein, in the sacred nature of our humanity and our multidimensional nature, herein lies a world of untapped abundance. We think that abundance is on the outside but the truth is that abundance is really who we are. (laughs) And so as we tap into our abundance, as we tap into our richness and our riches of who we are, then that gets reflected on the outside. More of that later. First of all, I want to speak to the idea that we hijack the opportunity of orientating from this place of untapped abundance. And that really is what I came to realise when I saw that the reason for the drama that I experienced was because I hijacked it because I didn't have the level of deservedness 
to not only sustain it, but to grow it. So this idea of hijacking turned up that day, and I'm going to expand on that now. So we hijack the opportunity of orientating from this world of untapped abundance when we give our energy, focus, decision-making and action-taking to drama, when we distract ourselves with strategies that we think are going to give us what we want, but actually those strategies are fueled by need and lack. So have a think about that for yourselves. The conversation that I'm having at the moment with the sacred leaders is one where we're getting smart. We're getting really smart. In fact, I had a session with somebody this morning who is a very powerful consultant and strategist and who is now also embodying the all of her and and visibly so, which is a, a woman who is greatly, greatly connected into the multidimensional space. And we talked about having meetings with her strategist, <laughs> booking in meetings with the strategist within her for the purpose of helping the whole of her be shared with the world. The reason why I'm sharing that story is when we were speaking about that, we noted this is not coming from a place of lack and need. This is coming from an intention of sharing the abundance that she is. So going back to hijacking, we hijack the opportunity of orientating from the untapped abundance within ourselves when we distract ourselves with strategies that are fueled by need and lack. When they're not fueled by need and lack, they're fueled from the fullness and the richness of who we are, we will inevitably experience the same reflection in our reality, whether that be you know, new immaculate clients coming on board, whether that be a new relationship <laughs> finding finding you, whether that mean a greater sense of health and wellness, whether that mean an improvement in your finances. And I digress. Let me go back to the ways in which we hijack living from a world of untapped abundance. We hijack that when we have unconscious agendas. And, you know, this lady I was speaking to you about before we got on the call this morning, I tuned in and I shared it with her when we were on the call. And she said to me, I haven't been able to be the all of who I am because I haven't had the level of deservedness for that. And so I then said, and so you set up to have an unconscious agenda of invisibility. And it really stung because there was truth in it. So we have unconscious agendas to ensure that we're not visible, to ensure that we don't fail, which of course inherently creates failure, to ensure that we are in control or more to the point, the perception that we are in control because we never really are in control. And somebody uh, on the post wrote, you know, the unconscious agenda to not fail and to be in control are, are linked, and they are. So when we don't want to fail, we go in control. We also have unconscious agendas. Now, this one also is a bit of a 
stinger when we don't want our dishonesty to be exposed. When we don't want our dishonesty to be exposed, we hijack the untapped abundance that lives within us and that lives in the mirror of our lives. We hijack living from this world of untapped abundance when we do everything we can to avoid conflict, when we do everything we can to be right, to uphold the identities that we've been known as. We hijack the opportunity when we put our attention on trying to resolve and fix things. And really the reason why we try and resolve and fix things is either to continue to be loved, to continue to be right, to continue to be good enough, to continue to be in control and powerful. But I promise you, whenever we put our attention on resolving and fixing things, we only create drama. And we also hijack the opportunity of orientating from the untapped abundance within ourselves. When we have our nose in other people's business, and the reason why we have our nose in other people's business is a strategy of destruction. In fact, all of the points that have made are strategies of destruction because we don't want to face into ourselves. We don't want to go into what lives in the shadows. We don't want to go and meet our blind spots. And the more that we turn away from what is in the shadows and what is blind to us, the more we will continue repeating a reality that we don't want. It's that simple. Again, (laughs) I'll go back to the beginning. We're either creating abundance in all the things that matter to us or we're creating drama. And all these ways that I've talked about that have us hijack the untapped abundance within us, all of these hijackers are roles that we play in the world of drama. It really is that simple. So we also hijack the opportunity of orientating from the untapped abundance within the intuitive entrepreneur when we buy into the idea that our capacity is limited and we are therefore busy being busy. Now, capacity is a big conversation that I have with many people. It's a conversation that I had with myself. In fact, it was a conversation that I had with myself in the year, sounds like I'm talking about 100 years ago, in the year 2022, when the theme was overflow. (laughs) One of the things that I had to face into were the stories that I was telling myself about oh my God, there's too much. Because there was so much overflow, I was saying there's too much. I can't hold it. You know, that was bullshit. That was a threshold that I placed on myself. That was a threshold that I placed on myself to stop not only the flow, but the overflow. What the fuck about that? Seriously. But it was perfect because what it allowed me to remember is that in my essence, my capacity is infinite. That doesn't mean that I have to overload myself and overwhelm myself. It still means that I'm going to love myself and I'm going to do it my life in a way that is self-nourishing and self 
regenerative. But when I orientate from this idea that my capacity is infinite, I'm also trusting that the universe, the universal mind, God, love, I'm also trusting that they have my back. And one of the things that I said to myself when I was upgrading around this threshold that I was about to place on myself was I said, God is my COO, God is my COO, God is my CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, and God is my Chief Financial Officer. And I handed it over. Even though my mind will sometimes freak out or question or worry, God has never failed me. And so the intuitive entrepreneur will remember that their capacity is infinite and that, I mean, if they're an entrepreneur that lives from a place of intuition, they know that we are connected beyond this body, beyond this time and space. They know that there's a greater force, a greater creative force that is the grand orchestrator of everything. So there is the ability to have faith that the universe is our CEO, COO, CMO and CFO. There's another point I want to make, and that is that the intuitive entrepreneur is not infallible. The intuitive entrepreneur is not invulnerable. And in the feedback that I have received, this actually created freedom in the reader's mind. The intuitive entrepreneur is not infallible. The intuitive entrepreneur is not invulnerable. In fact, and this will give freedom, in fact, the intuitive entrepreneur will fail and they will feel shame. I don't think there is anybody that I have worked with that has not failed and that has not felt shame. And in the download, what I heard was, in fact, if failure and shame have not been experienced, this is not the intuitive entrepreneur at all, but one who hasn't dared to risk themselves to a greater vision than themselves. So if the intuitive entrepreneur has not felt failure and shame, then they're not really the intuitive entrepreneur. They're not really orientating from their infinite capacity. They're orientating from a place where they haven't dared to risk themselves to a greater vision than themselves. They've played safe. So I hope that is some elixir for the listeners that the intuitive entrepreneur will fail and they will feel shame. And let me tell you why in the bigger picture. You may already have a sense to that because I speak to this over and over again on this podcast. So the intuitive entrepreneur knows that our humanity and our divinity are not separate. Our humanity and our divinity are inextricably linked. In fact, we could not experience our divinity 
if it weren't for our humanity. And this is where callings, this is where intuitive pools are discovered because they live in the fabric of contrast. What was once held in pain or restriction is a compass to something greater, more loving, more powerful, more impactful, and so much more generous. Let me just say that again. What was once held in pain or restriction is a compass to something greater, more loving, more powerful, more impactful, and so much more generous. The intuitive entrepreneur therefore knows that it is through the portal of our humanity that we get to experience our infinite nature. And thus, the truest definition of abundance is that it lives within us. How do we know white without black? How do we know left without right? We live in a world of contrast. It is how we get to experience ourselves. So the intuitive entrepreneur, whilst they may, let me correct that, whilst they will feel like they have failed, and they will feel shame at different times of their lives. They will have the patience to allow that failure and shame to unlock itself from judgment. And they will have the patience to allow that failure and shame to transform into something even better, even greater, even more powerful and loving for all than the vision that they failed at and had shame for. This is a big part of my work, this bit right here. It was actually where my coaching was born from, from the failure of a terribly abusive marriage, from the death of my first son when he was 11 days old, from losing myself. And that catalyzed my awakening. That catalyzed my ability to take 100% personal responsibility for who I am being without having consciously known that, that has then created a reality that is the perfect match for those belief systems. That is why I failed in 2011 until almost end 2013. I'd facilitated and I'd coached since 2004. And then I had my daughter, Ruby Rose, in 2011. I lost my confidence. There wasn't a particular trigger that had me lose my confidence, but I lost it in order to regain it. And I failed. The decisions that I made at the time were based on powerlessness, were based on me not valuing myself as I am. And I made decisions that were fueled by that, that then created a reality that was a perfect match for that. 
failure in business, anxiety in my body for the decisions that I'd made and the situations and the circumstances that I put myself in that were not self-loving at all. And I did that. And I felt terrible shame and I felt terrible hopelessness and helplessness. And I had panic attacks. And then I stopped. And I sat for a few months with that failure and that shame and that anxiety and the panic and the helplessness and hopelessness. And I had terrible thoughts. Until one day, because I know that love is even in that, one day love showed me what that was in service to. And that is where the premise that authenticity is profitable was born. And the rest is history. <laughs> so the intuitive entrepreneur, in summary of that part of the conversation, whenever the intuitive entrepreneur remembers the love and the power that is always available to us, because it is who we are, we are abundant. Whenever we remember that no matter the circumstance we find ourselves in, that there is love and power that is always available, in fact, it is pointing us to that, it is the compass to that, it is the compass to being the most authentic versions of ourselves, it is the compass to being the most loving and the most powerful version of ourselves, it is the compass to being the most service-oriented version of ourselves, when we hold those circumstances in that, we hold those circumstances in that because we've remembered who we are and that is an abundant act in itself. That is recognising the richness that we are. That is recognising the bravery that we've had to experience those circumstances. That is recognising the choice that we've made to live a really full life. Where does abundant ultimately lie? Within us. We are rich. We are, we are rich. I really felt that yesterday. I've never actually even used those words until yesterday. I, I, the words that I was saying to myself was, I am rich. Like I really am. I feel in this moment, I feel a real wholeness. I feel a real fullness. I feel so called. I feel as clear as I need to be for now. I feel I'm absolutely in the next generation of myself. I feel more powerful. I feel my leadership is stronger. I know that I'm calling people in. I know the miracles that are going to happen are inevitable. They already are in the sacred leadership group. They will be in the new untapped abundance mastermind. It can only be that case. I know that. I am rich. And so are you. And that's ultimately what the intuitive entrepreneur knows. Sometimes they forget. But ultimately the intuitive entrepreneur knows how rich they are in the infinite nature of who they are, in the infinite intelligence of who they are, in the divine orchestration of their lives, 
the intuitive entrepreneur knows that they are rich. So quantum physics talks about the observer effect, that being that the act of observing will influence the phenomenon being observed. How cool is that? I mean, go and I'm not going to talk about the science of that, but go and Google the observer effect if you have not heard about it already. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And so therefore the intuitive entrepreneur knows that how we see ourselves, how we see each other and our life circumstances, the intuitive entrepreneur knows that is fundamental and therefore does not make tension wrong. I've been speaking a lot about tension here. Just as the moon pushes and pulls the ocean and we have tides, just as gravity keeps us grounded to earth, the intuitive entrepreneur knows that tension is intrinsic to moving us and to evolving ourselves and our humanity. And my story has definitely shown you that. So the crunchy bits are not wrong, right? Anger and sadness and frustration. I've been talking about the sacred nature of frustration. Doubt. We've been talking about failure and shame. They're not wrong. These crunchy bits are not wrong. They are precursors to our evolution. I was speaking to a new client yesterday and she said, I feel really angry and I feel bored. I said, absolutely fantastic. This is a precursor to your evolution. And we received so much in that one conversation because she accepted that anger and frustration and boredom, which is part of, let's call it, the intuitive entrepreneur's way of evolving they needed to be there and by feeling those feelings some incredible vision started to appear and she is so moved to move right now which is so good this is how energetic alignment to the fullest and most loving and powerful version of the intuitive entrepreneur is created through the crunchy bits this is how visionary alignment to the most authentic, service-giving, impactful vision is seen. The intuitive entrepreneur has to feel the fullness of themselves. They have to feel the, the it feels like there's a pregnancy, like they feel ripe within themselves first. That richness is in the ripeness, is in that pregnant state of being. And that pregnant state of being, no matter what's, sex you are <laughs> starts to create vision and so then the intuitive entrepreneur has visionary alignment to a really authentic service giving an impactful vision and then practical alignment happens after that not in the first instance where most people start with most people start with strategy that's incorrect energetic alignment first Visionary alignment, second. How does that happen? By allowing yourself to traverse the plane of tension until that tension starts to transform. And then practical alignment. And the intuitive entrepreneur, and I said this to someone I was coaching, I've just completed. And when I said it, I wrote it down because I loved it. Practical alignment is created from the guts to dare to ground everything that we are called into and nothing short of it. Isn't that wonderful? 
practical alignment is created from the guts to dare to ground everything that we are called to and nothing short of it. And so the intuitive entrepreneur embraces both sides of the same coin. The intuitive entrepreneur embraces vulnerability. And then the conviction that comes by traversing that road of tension. And because of that, instead of focusing on drama, the intuitive entrepreneur's eyes are focused on the power of connection and knows that resonance is king. Because if resonance is alive, this is where miracles will occur. And this is where miracles that have occurred within the intuitive entrepreneur, where they have shifted from fear to love. This is where those internal miracles, the richness that the intuitive entrepreneur feels, then gets mirrored in the tangible results of, you know, things like client connection, client success. Of course, they want like miracles for their clients. Business success, they want, you know, phenomenal business success for themselves. Financial success, all the wealth that they are deserving of when they are fiercely fucking deserving of it. And of course, wellness for all. So connection and resonance are the strategies to the tangible results of those things that we call client connection, client success, business success, financial success and wellness for all. And that connection and resonance, and I talk about this, oh, my God, you must be sick of me talking about this, that connection and resonance are cultivated by the intuitive entrepreneur's commitment to being present, to exercising their intuitive muscle and inner knowing daily, and to letting go of any personal agenda and surrendering up to the most wondrous outcomes for all. Now, presence... And the ability to exercise that intuitive muscle and inner knowing on a daily basis, this is the bit that you've heard me speak a thousand times. Meditation, meditation, meditation in all of its forms, even if it's going for a walk. And that's why I put the nine-week meditation programs on because I want to be able to support you. A few more points because I have a wonderful session about to, to start with a wonderful man. What is the intuitive entrepreneur ultimately in service to? And it's important to speak to this because we are using the word entrepreneur and that has its own meaning in the world. So the intuitive entrepreneur is ultimately devoted to love, to being love, to giving love, to facilitating love and to receiving love. Love expressed authentically, powerfully and with grace. The more successful, the more love. The more love, the more successful. Let me say that again. The more successful, the more love there is. The more love there is, the more successful. So the intuitive entrepreneur's measurement of success in the context of ROI, well, it's a different ROI. Again, you would have heard me speak about this on the podcast. This ROI are the ripples of impact that occur. And they occur for all way beyond any KPI or business plan or goal can achieve. They're not created from control, obviously. They're not created from preconceived ideas. 
but they're created from the acknowledgement that we exist in a field of all possibility. That we live in a oh, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> that we live in a world of mystery and grace, and that it is actually impossible to know what will be achieved in its depth and breadth, except to say that it will be exceptionally tremendous for all. There are several parts to the coaching process that I absolutely adore. The first one is that moment when the client has that shift in perception and it's the shift in perception that they've not been able to have until now and it's the one that changes everything. I adore that moment. I also adore the moment when the things that we could have no preconceived ideas about that we could have no capacity to know what would unfold the overflow in other words when the overflow unfolds and we see it we go oh my god I never knew that that was going to happen because we live in a world of mystery and grace that bit is also one of my very very favorite parts of coaching so I hope that this episode has provoked a personal inquiry in regards to your own intentionality and focus as a leader. I hope it's provoked a personal inquiry in regards to how big or small your thinking and action taking is. And I hope that it's provoked a personal inquiry about the viewing platform that you are orientating from and influencing reality. One more thing I want to share with you is that I am super duper excited about launching the new Untapped Abundance Mastermind. I let go of the Catalyst Mastermind in June this year. I'd been running it for the last 10 years. I let it go because I couldn't feel the energy within it anymore. And I'm so glad that I let it go because what has arrived in the last couple of weeks is the new mastermind, the untapped abundance mastermind. So I just want to tell you a little bit about that. I don't have it yet updated on my website as of the 8th of November. Don't go to the website because you won't read anything new on there yet. A little bit about it here, untapped abundance mastermind is for people who know that they want more, who know that they deserve more, you know, from that fiercely fucking deserving place that I've been speaking about and who know are being called into more when it comes to their purpose, when it comes to their business, when it comes to their finances, when it comes to their careers, when it comes to their wellness, when it comes to their relationships. It's for those who feel in their gut that The only work that they want to put in is the work that has depth, that has wisdom and the practical resonance to place them on an upward trajectory that would ensure that the year for them is certainly a breakthrough year. It's for people who absolutely are choosing to no longer plant their focus, whether it be conscious or unconscious on drama and who are absolutely committed, willing and called to plant their focus with rigor and discipline on creating abundance in all the areas that matter the most to them. And 
especially in a way that feels authentic to them. In this untapped abundance mastermind, we are stopping the pendulum swings that I spoke about on this episode. We are doing the work to go towards whatever is in the shadows that have been blind spots that have created thresholds on how deserving we've allowed ourselves to be, on how powerful and how loving we've allowed ourselves to be. Ultimately, this mastermind is for people who know that they've got sacred business to do with themselves to begin with so that they can finally live the life they've been promising themselves they'll live. It's a new structure. It has a hybrid. This is the same as it was before. It's a hybrid of group work and one-on-one work. But the difference with this mastermind is that one-on-one work won't only be with myself. It will certainly be with myself for the first three months, very, very regularly, weekly, in fact. But in the fourth to the 12th month, one-on-one work will not only be with myself, but it will be with other super coaches that will be specifically matched to each person in relation to what it is that they need. Do they need energetic realignment? Do they need strategy work? Do they need branding work? Do they need to clear up some stuff around generational familial patterns? Do they need to work with an intuitive medium? There is a plethora of the highest quality coaches that I could give you. And what I'm excited about that is that I don't know any other mastermind that has the variety of support all under the one umbrella. So normally when we do a mastermind, we do it with that mastermind coach and then we go and have energetic healing with another person. We go and do marketing and branding with another person. We go and do strategy work with another person. In this mastermind, depending on what is needed, Each person will have the ability to be matched to the person that would best support them. The intuitive entrepreneur lives within this untapped abundance mastermind. In fact, I will ask you, what is the untapped abundance within you and your intuitive entrepreneurship? So if this has tickled you, if you want to go for the ride of your life, For the next year, beginning now, I would very much welcome a conversation with you. Reach out to me in the ways that that are mentioned in the show notes. Thanks for being with me today. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. If you love this podcast, I have two requests. Number one, sign up to the newsletter, which you can find in the show notes. Sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting. And I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you. So sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love And let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.